It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the studios of 97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa, Oklahoma, I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., welcoming you to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. Coming up on today's show, I'll tell you why there's reason to hope that the Thunder may actually make the playoffs this year. There's something you've been begging for as a Thunder fan that this team finally has, and it may be the great equalizer in the Western Conference. Plus, we'll get into why keeping CP3 around for the entire season would be extremely beneficial to the Oklahoma City Thunder's future. We'll talk about Darius Baisley in segment number two, and I'll tell you why I'm starting to rethink my position on the fact that Rich Paul didn't necessarily do anything for this kid. In fact, Rich Paul may have given Darius Baisley a much bigger gift than having him play overseas or having him play in the G League last year. And then in segment number three, Draymond Green will take another direct shot at Russell Westbrook and the Oklahoma City Thunder and you'll get an opportunity to hear that. My name is Eric G. I'm the co-host of the Pat Jones Show on 97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa, Oklahoma. I'm also the editor-in-chief of Thunder Maven, and please check that out because we post this podcast as well as other content at basketballmaven.io slash thunder. And this podcast being brought to you by Hotels.com. Don't hate like your friend's trip. Book your own with Hotels.com and get rewarded basically everywhere. That's Hotels.com. Be there, do that, get rewarded. Had a guy clap back at me on Twitter today when I posted something from Thunder Maven where he said, hey, it's, it's football season. Who cares about the Thunder now? Well, A, I care about the Thunder because I cover them for a living and the Thunder are a pretty big passion of mine. In fact, of uh, all the teams that I root for, they're the only one that happened to be represented on the back of my car. Okay, you may call that unprofessional. My son gave me a Thunder badge. I don't care what you think of that. As much as I love this team, I can be objective. Okay, mostly at times. So I'm going to represent my home state, my team. I'll claim it. But you realize training camp starts on September the 28th. So we're only a little over a month away from the Thunder actually doing some meaningful stuff on the court and for us to start to get an idea of what this team is going to be like over the next few months or at least for the forecoming or for the foreseeable future. And one of the things you've been clamoring for as a Thunder fan for quite some time is three-point shooting. And guess what? You have that in spades this year. Barry Trammell wrote today in the Oklahoman that 14 players on Oklahoma City's team have taken just over 1,900 shots from beyond the arc and hit 702. Now, if you're wondering about the math on that, let me save you a little trouble. And thanks to Barry for saving me the trouble. That's 36%. 
36% from beyond the arc as a team. And you've got guys like CP3, Muscala, Ferguson, all these guys can possibly give teams headaches when they go out beyond the arc because now there's an actual threat that the Thunder may hit those shots versus when Russell Westbrook was taking threes and you knew they weren't going to go in. And if they did, it was a miracle. And anytime Russ passed to somebody other than Chris Paul, or excuse me, Paul George, you knew it wasn't going to go in. Um, Terrence Ferguson, though, as much as I like the fact that he improved for three, there were some times that, that you saw him come up short, especially in the playoffs. But here's the reason that this is so important for Oklahoma City, all right? And it's not just because you've been clamoring for it, and it's not just because you actually have it in your possession now. But when you think about the West, and I have stressed this on several podcasts now, there is probably going to be about one game difference between five all the way down to the ninth spot, or maybe even three all the way down to the ninth spot this year. If you've got a team that can hit threes and hit them at a pretty good clip, then you're going to find yourself in a lot of games. Now, one thing the Thunder have sacrificed by losing a guy like Paul George losing and, and losing a Jeremy Grant is the defense, which makes Andre Robertson important, and even though people want to trade him, the Thunder are going to need defense on that night that they're not hitting for three from three, and I suspect that there are going to be a few nights where they struggle offensively, especially as this team grows and figures out how to play together. But if they can hit, it's not out of the realm of possibility those three times that they meet Golden State all before the beginning of the year you might actually see Oklahoma City not only be able to stay in those games, but they may win a couple of those games. And those two games may make a huge difference between the Thunder looking on the outside at, say, a nine seed where you don't make the playoffs and an eight seed where you actually get in. And as I've said every night, the West is going to be a battle. Night in, night out, you can't, you can't take any nights off. In, in this particular conference because eventually it's going to come back to bite you in the butt, which that's why if if I were the Lakers, all right, if I'm in charge of that entire situation, if I'm a member of the Bus family, I, I don't know how much I'm really doing any load management, if any at all, on Anthony Davis. Yeah, maybe LeBron, but not Anthony Davis because I just can't afford to have you sit out, cost us a game, and that make the difference not only in our seating, but whether or not we make the playoffs. These games are just too valuable this year, and the Thunder have the biggest asset that everybody wants, which is good three-point shooting. And I like it. I mean, the more I start to think about the way this team is put together, as weird as it is, and as strange as this season could be, I am actually starting to get excited that maybe – they turn out to be better than what we think, and ultimately we've got reasons to cheer and in, in, in going to the peak tonight. I would also tell Sam Presti, if I were sitting down having a one-on-one -on -one conversation with him, that you need to keep Chris Paul around for the entire year. Didn't originally think that. Now, granted, I say that with a caveat, okay? There's a caveat to that opinion, and the caveat is this. If you keep Chris Paul around, all if you get a good deal... Ah, I should say, if you get a good deal for Chris Paul, 
then yeah, go ahead and trade him. If it's one of those offers that's too good to refuse and somebody's willing to pay way more than what he is actually worth at his advanced NBA age of 34, then you go ahead and take the deal. But if it's not there, if you don't get something you like, something that's beneficial to the organization, there's no reason to enter in a deal that you don't find to be beneficial. Just keep Chris Paul around because Chris Paul has been working out with Shea Gilgis-Alexander in California. There's this guy, Olin Simplis, who trains a lot of guards in the NBA, a lot of point guards in the NBA. CP3 and SGA have been working out together in California with this guy, and apparently this guy, and and look, you would think that he would have some knowledge about this, seeing them firsthand. He really honestly believes that Chris Paul is good for Shea Gilgis-Alexander and can mentor him along this entire season in Oklahoma City. And if and if Shea Gilgis is doing things that aren't exactly correct, then Chris Paul has no problem clapping back at him, telling him what to fix. And that kind of leadership is going to be invaluable for this team as they try and figure out who they are all season long. So it's there. And, and I mean, and we talk about that three-point shooting and the opportunity to make the playoffs – it also may result in you keeping a guy like Danilo Gallinari for a year and you just give him up for nothing because it's an opportunity to have success. And as great as it is that this team is rebuilding and fans say that they understand that a rebuild is on the way, you're a whole lot better off financially if you're winning and getting to the playoffs and getting that extra income than you are if you find yourself in the lottery more often than not. And that kind of goes without saying. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. Coming up next, I'll tell you why I may have been wrong and too quick to judge Rich Paul and what he did for Darius Baisley. That's all right here on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Locked on Thunder is being brought to you in part by the good folks at Untuck It. Not only are these shirts made to be untucked, unlike the ones that I usually wear, which are just grabbed out of my closet, which are your plain old button-ups and are baggy and don't look great. No, these are tailor-made to your body. Whatever whatever figure you have as a male, these are tailor-made for it. You're going to look great going to work. You're going to look great going on dates. And it's just a great gift idea all the way around for birthdays, for Christmas, for any other special days coming up. That's untuckit.com, untuckit.com. Use the promo code NBA and get a discount on your first purchase. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, and in promises that that, that will be made and sometimes will not be kept, And I do my best to keep my promises to you. We're going to try and do three days a week now. I'm even trying to uh, actually schedule some interviews so I can give you a good, fun, entertaining, 
uh, informative podcast. But yes, this will be the episode for Monday and Tuesday. So Monday night going into Tuesday morning, we'll record something again on Wednesday, giving you an opportunity uh, to listen to that. We'll probably drop that on Wednesday night uh, because of OU media availability, but we'll crate things back up to five days a week the closer we get to training camp, and that is on September the 28th. So now that we've got that out of the way, let me tell you this. I miss Judge Rich Paul. Just flat out misjudge this guy and what he did for Darius Baisley. Originally, my thought was he did Darius Baisley absolutely no favors with this internship at New Balance because he got him a million dollars. My original thought was, okay, that's great. You got him a million dollars, but you didn't have him in Europe. He didn't end up with the G League. So he spent a year getting ready for, for the combine, but he didn't get any valuable basketball playing experience. And I still believe that the best way you get better at doing anything is actually doing it. Like for me to get better at my podcast, for me to get better at my radio show, I actually have to do it. I can't just sit in my room and write out topics and just do a segment and then go away. Not that that's bad practice. I actually have to get out and do it. I have to get out and make mistakes and do everything I can to, uh, to perfect my craft, which I'm still working at, you know, 20-some-odd years into the broadcasting business, I'm still working things out. So you never quite reach perfection. And for Darius Baisley, I thought the best route for him to go was to have himself playing against guys that were physically stronger than he is, guys that were going to be more close to what he was having to face every night in the NBA, and he didn't do that. And I thought Rich Paul had really screwed the pooch on this one. Turns out, Rich Paul actually did right by Darius Baisley. And one of the reasons he did right by Darius Baisley was, one, not only did he get him a guaranteed million from New Balance, but that deal could be up to $14 million depending on incentives. Because not only was he an intern, he's also a guy that got an endorsement. And with the Thunder, it's not a great contract, but it is two years $4.683 million right now. So he's gotten you over $5 million, and you haven't played a lick of NBA basketball yet. That's pretty darn good, especially when you didn't go to college or have a chance to showcase what your talents were. You're over $5 million richer than you were as a 17-year-old. That's not doing you wrong. The other reason Rich Paul didn't didn't do Darius Baisley wrong is because during that internship, Baisley did learn the business of what it is like to be involved with the shoe company. And he not only helped out New Balance as far as what players like, what they're looking for, maybe what kids are looking for, what's going to sell, what's going to be comfortable, but he under he got to learn what the business process was for himself and how to go about and not only conduct himself in a business environment, but how you run a business and how much it takes and how many people are involved in this, where if things don't pan out in basketball, that's a pretty invaluable background. Where, yes, you've got enough money to go back to school if you choose to go back to school. I would think you've got enough money where you wouldn't have to go back to school. But if I'm New Balance and it doesn't work out, well, I've got a kid here that played in the NBA, he's got great connections, 
as long as he's well-liked in the NBA, people are going to listen to him, so maybe he can help get me some of the bigger names to endorse my product. Plus, he understands the business, so I can hire him for a pretty good position, and he'll come in understanding how to treat people. He'll come in understanding what it is we do, our culture, and how we like to go about doing things. It's really setting him up for the future. Not necessarily that Darius Baisley will will do that, but in a way, Rich Paul gave Darius Baisley something that college could not because for as great as college is, it doesn't give you a lot of firsthand experience when you go into to business and you have to learn a lot of things on your own. And believe me, at least in my business, there's a lot of things they never could or would tell us about in college that came as a shock that you just kind of have to learn. So at least from that standpoint, Darius Baisley has a whole lot going for him. It remains to be seen just how big a part of the Thunder organization this guy can be can be in the future, and I don't think anyone knows that, not even Sam Presti, and it wouldn't shock me at all if Darius Baisley didn't make it. But ultimately, what Rich Paul did for him was not only make him a millionaire, but give him some great business sense. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. I'm Eric G. We'll close things out hearing Draymond Green take another shot at Russell Westbrook and the Thunder. Thanks to Grip6.com. That's Grip6 Belts. And the website is Grip6.com. That's Grip6.com. No holes, no flap, just great comfortable belts and belt buckles that look fantastic and fit right up against your waist. Do yourself a favor. Go grab a couple of these Grip6 Belts. All you got to do is go to Grip6.com slash L-O-C-K-E and you'll get a discount on your first purchase. The NBA playoffs are right around the corner, and Locked On NBA is here daily to keep you caught up with all the late season drama. Every Monday, Jackson Gatlin rounds up the three biggest stories around the league, helping to break down the NBA playoffs. Mark your calendars to listen to Locked On NBA every Monday to be up to date. Locked On NBA, available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You're listening to the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Eric G. Uh, We're trying to do three days a week now. Like I know last week's only one episode, um, and and you deserve better than that. But I'm telling you, man, with college football right around the corner, Saturdays are going to be slammed. I got high school football. I will have five days a week. We will do a five day a week podcast starting on the 28th of September. That's when training camp opens. But uh, we're going to try and do three days a week from now on. So that way we're at least getting you your Locked on Thunder podcast. You can follow along. And hey, anytime you want to binge listen, all you got to do is follow me at lockedonthunder.com. Uh, just go to Apple Podcast or Google Podcast. Or what else we got? We got Megaphone. We got all these different places you can go and listen to us. So check it out. Listen to the Locked on Thunder podcast and uh, binge listen. Get caught up. All right. So let's wrap things up today by talking about how Draymond Green just hates the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm not real sure what the Thunder did to Draymond Green. I mean, he's the one that kicked Steven Adams in the balls. He's the one that helped rip Kevin Durant away from Oklahoma City, which ultimately destroyed the Thunder and led to the current state that they are in right now. And yet, 
Anytime he gets the opportunity to take a shot at Oklahoma City, Draymond Green does it. Here is Draymond Green uh, during an interview with Rachel Nichols from ESPN talking about when he found out about Kevin Durant leaving GSW to go to Brooklyn. I actually talked to K yesterday. That's my brother. Someone would have told me, man, Kevin Durant's going to come to the Warriors and you guys are going to win two championships and then have a shot at winning the third. Would you take that? In a heartbeat. And so uh, that was a major success and I'm happy for him. How did he tell you that he was picking Brooklyn? I found out that he was picking Brooklyn when everybody else found out, which is exactly how it should be. He don't owe it to me to tell me before he tell everybody else. Like, we did what we had to do. The thing that people forget about in this league is like, this is our lives. Am I supposed to come to you and A, let you know that that's what I want to do, or B, ask you for permission? No. And so I found out when everybody else found out, which is exactly how it should be. My problem with everything that that Draymond Green said, all right, especially with the fact that Kevin Durant didn't owe it to him, is now that gets applied to Oklahoma City because we have all been on the side that Kevin Durant owed it to Russell Westbrook, owed it to Nick Collison, owed it to the fans and Sam Presti to be honest about his choice. And we know that Kevin Durant sat down with Nick Collison and Russell Westbrook and told him he was coming back only to change his mind a couple of days later. Now, Draymond Draymond might not not think it's a big deal or he may be covering for Kevin Durant because, hey, he's another NBA player and you just don't throw another guy under the bus, whatever. But because Russell Westbrook, Nick Collison, and KD were the original funder Kevin Durant had an obligation to him that he never would have had at Golden State because he was one that helped build this organization. He was walking away from something that was incomplete. Where at Golden State, not only did he already go to a ready-made team, not only did they accomplish their goal, but he wasn't the one that built it. He just made them invincible. With Oklahoma City, it was his work. It was on his shoulders, on his back, that this organization rose, and he chose to walk away when the job wasn't finished. Yeah, when you're going to do that, you do owe it to people. And whether Draymond or anyone else likes it, that's always going to come with backlash, and that's always going to haunt Kevin Durant. It doesn't matter if he wins a championship in Brooklyn. In fact, If Kevin Durant doesn't win a championship in Brooklyn, it looks really bad for him no matter what he accomplished at Golden State with winning back-to-back finals MVPs and making them a super team or making them one of the greatest teams of all time. If he doesn't get it done in Brooklyn, then it's going to be, well, he couldn't do without Steph, couldn't do without Draymond, couldn't do it without Clay. I mean, honestly, Kevin Durant may enhance Clay Thompson's reputation. He's going to enhance Draymond Green and Steph Curry's reputation if he can't get it done in Brooklyn. It's that simple. But Golden State and Oklahoma City were two different scenarios where, yeah, theoretically, I don't owe it to theoretically, I don't owe it to anyone other than my bosses to tell them I'm going to quit. But it's pretty sorry when I've worked with someone for quite a long time and we've accomplished a lot if I just say, if I don't tell them, hey, this is what I'm thinking, this is why I'm doing it, I'm just going to up and leave. Of course, saying that, I actually did that at a job 
Okay, now that I think about it, scratch that. No, I actually did. Uh, but there were contractual obligations. Like, I'm not even lying. There were contractual obligations that forced me uh, to walk out in a manner that I didn't want. Now, had I had my choice, I would have gladly told those people I was leaving. And no, this wasn't when I got let go. This is when I actually left the place. But I still, to this day, feel guilty about it. feel like I owed it to uh, my co-host and a few other people to tell them I was leaving. Hey, if they want to blame me, blame blame the corporate guys we were working for at that time. All right, so that's enough about me. We'll talk more Oklahoma City Thunder basketball coming up on Wednesday. And until then, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. And peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.